March. We've been dating for over a year now, and I think it's about time people met my beautiful girlfriend. So your family is rich? We're comfortable. That is exactly what a super rich person would say. The Nick you're dating is Nick Young? Yeah, you guys know them or something? Hells yeah. They're just the biggest developers in all of Singapore. That's what Damn, Rachel. It's like the Asian bachelor. These people aren't just rich. They're crazy rich. Now you really should have told me that you're like the Prince William of Asia. That's ridiculous. Much more of a Harry. <laughs> you will never be enough. Yo, it's about time someone stood up to Auntie Eleanor. Well, you, not me. Oh, God. If Nick chose me, he would lose his family. And if he chose his family, he might spend the rest of his life resenting you. Hello, and welcome to the Martini Scale, where we talk movies over martinis and provide our perspective on what is and isn't worth watching. We are three friends who all love film, so the goal of the show isn't to critique every detail, but to give you an honest perspective of what our experience was like when watching something, and perhaps more importantly, how drunk you might need to be to enjoy it. I'm Sean. I'm Natalie. And I'm Lena. And today we are discussing... Crazy Rich Asians! And just a heads up, there will be spoilers, so if you have not seen the film yet, you should either spoiler watch the film alert, before listening, alert. or disregard the fact that you're going to care. Natalie. I think I'm hoping that maybe we're helping people decide to actually watch a movie maybe. that they've been holding off watching. Yeah. You know, and maybe you don't care about spoiler alerts. I right. feel like it's so hard well, to avoid spoilers. I feel like expect. something like this, Crazy Rich Asians, there's not a lot to spoil. It's kind of, we all know it's they're together. It's a romantic together. comedy. It's a romantic comedy. They get together. Something happens. Yeah. It tries but to now, break them like, up and then they end up together. Oh, <laughs> shit. Right. I just... Said Spoiled it. it. But like, it's okay, like a star is born, something happens. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're going to spoil that. But this, I feel like, yeah, that's everyone, it's got, it's pretty yeah. uh, on the that's fair. schedule that's fair. of romantic How comedy. this goes, exactly. Yeah. Natalie, what are we drinking today? Ooh, well, I wanted to think about what I would want to drink whilst watching Crazy Rich Asians. And I thought a mandarin martini would be the perfect fit for it. So that is what we are drinking tonight. It's quite the fit. It's quite delicious, actually. Yeah, do you like it? Delicious, this yeah. might be the best martini you've made so far. Ooh! So I just want to say, I know it's not related to movies well, I did at like all. the blueberry one, though. I, I love like blueberries. That one. The blueberry cucumber? Cucumber, cucumber. Yes. Yeah. But you don't like cucumbers, that's why. So my brother got me for Christmas mm. a cocktail-making class. Are we giving a shout-out to Vinny? No, we're not. I said my brother. I was going to give him a name. <laughs> <laughs> so he got me a cocktail class. Do we know class. if he's listened to the show yet? No, I'm sure he hasn't. He hasn't. I'm sure he won't listen to this. No. <laughs> um, so we got me a co- cocktail making class. So yeah, you co- don't even... <laughs> cocktail making class. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited to hopefully bring in oh, yeah, that new right. information I'm going to learn in this class and bring, make you guys new fresh drinks because I feel like I've already went through all the martinis I know how to make. You've already and gone through the ones I I've gone through make. all those already. Because <laughs> I you... do like to do a new one for each episode. Yeah, when so... do you start this class? I, I just have to decide, so oh. soon. That's exciting. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited to learn more Yeah, about that's I'm really, really excited. Fun. It's really, really yeah. fun. Yeah, and you got me a cute little gold cocktail set. And the cocktail set is very nice, I will Isn't say. Isn't it nice? I, see I that love answer. it. It's a gold microphone. I know, everything's gold. Everything. <laughs> gold, okay. I think, But that fits the theme, I think, of... Crazy rich Asians. Gold everything. Yeah. Have we talked about Nellie's gold microphone yet on the show? Um, yes. <laughs> Several times. I'm never going to live this down. Never. No. This down. 
the font in the poster for Crazy Rich Asians is also gold. So I appreciate that they appreciate gold. Yes, you and the Trumps do as well. Okay. Um, Crazy Rich Asians <laughs> is a 2018 American romantic comedy drama. Film directed by John M. Chu. That's interesting. That's his last name. I didn't know that. Rachel mm-hmm. Chu. John yeah. Chu. Mm-hmm. Um, it's based on the 2013 novel of the same name by Kevin Kwan. The film stars Constance Wu, Henry Golding, Gemma Chan, Nico Santos, Lisa Liu, and Aquafina. It follows an American professor who travels to meet her boyfriend's family and is surprised to discover they are among the richest in Singapore. I'm excited to dive into this today. Natalie, do you want to give us some trivia before we get started, or should we wait? One thing I just thought was super fun to learn was that Netflix was really interested in producing the film and offered a much, much, much bigger budget. Um, But Kevin Kwan deliberately turned down the offer in favor of a modest, which is a modest budget, of $30 million uh, from Warner Brothers. Uh, This was done to send a message that Asian Americans... American studio movies are commercially viable. So I think that that's an important message Huge. that he chose to do this on a bigger scale as far as like who's putting the money behind it mm-hmm. versus taking more money to make a bigger movie. And I think also having that theatrical release mm-hmm. makes something more special for yourself. It's the, these books you wrote, it's the story that you have, and mm-hmm. like you want. I mean, not that everyone you on Netflix, but you just, audience. yeah, it's just a much more like that filmmaking experience and then getting to go on a red carpet and it's playing in a theater and everyone's buying tickets to go see it instead of yeah. just I personally am so glad this was released theatrically yes. because Me it's, too. Me too. Yeah, it, yeah. Need, it needed that for but sure. It, it was funny when I was watching it, I was like, what on earth was the budget? Because it looked so Rich. spectacular. Yeah. So when I learned this, I was like, this is crazy. This that is this the is all true the number. Spent. I don't know if it's the true number. It doesn't seem realistic. I don't but think so. What did we? What did they say it was? Made Thirty million. million. Three zero. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that seems really low. Like it's the whole wedding scene is three million, three thirty million. No. Anyway, I don't understand. I don't know. I have a couple of pieces of trivia. There's actually doing research for this. I actually found a ton of stuff that I thought was Me really too. interesting. Okay. Um, one of the things, uh, although she initially auditioned for the role of Rachel in mid-2016, Constance Wu could not accept due to a conflict with her work on, I guess she was on a TV show called Fresh Off the Boat, which I've never seen, but apparently it's really, I think I've it's on ABC. I've seen a couple of them. Um, however, she wrote a note to John Chu, the director, explaining her um, connection to Rachel's character and convinced him to push back production for four months, which I think that's kind of crazy that yeah. an actor can that doesn't really have that much clout yet can like do something like that. He must have really wanted her for this role. I can't see anybody else in this role, so I'm I'm glad that like the cast seemed like it worked out really well. Yeah. Um I think that's cool. It's really cute. Her notes, um, they posted a copy of her note which said, Dates are dates and those are immovable. I understand. But I would be but I would put all of my heart, hope, humor, and courage into this role. What this could do means so much to me. It's why I advocate so much for young Asian American girls so they might not spend their life feeling small or being commanded to feel grateful to even be at the table. I think, and I know we'll get into some of this later in terms of like the cultural dynamic and everything, but that I think that that's a really cool note. And I think that her wanting to be such a part of this um, and her passion behind that, I think speaks to, I think it translated very well mm-hmm. in her performance. And so I thought that was a cool piece of trivia. Um, another thing that I thought was really cool is that this is Henry Golding's first acting role. 
now he's i think he probably did a lot of things around the same time that are starting to come out now but i think that's pretty cool was that your was that your trivia? yeah he actually was working he was a host of a travel show <laughs> on the bbc mm. um and i think discovery channel asia discovery channel asia and john chu stalked him on social media because Good job, I think John Chu. some accountant or somebody he knew was telling him there's this very handsome man who hosts this travel show. <laughs> you need to like talk to this guy. And so I think Henry actually was like, no, no, no. You need someone who's talented and like, I, I, I can't do this. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but so finally, he, I guess he went in to meet him, cut his honeymoon short, short to come in and, and do the reading or audition with John Chu. Wow. I'm sure he's had a nice vacation with his wife since then, so I don't feel too bad. <laughs> well, I'm, he's busy now. Yeah. Yeah. He should be. Yeah. You Beautiful. had another piece of trivia that I thought was interesting. Yeah, I love this trivia because Michelle Yao, I feel like I say that right, um, she wasn't very impressed with the uh, the ring that was supposed to be in the movie. I did hear about so this. So she um, used her own emerald ring <laughs> as the big ring in the movie, plus several other pieces. Like, she has a huge collection, apparently. Oh. And a lot of... She um, just decided to, like, nope, we need to have other things. That's why I'm like, oh, maybe that's why the budget was $30 because they didn't have to other people rent were the... She used her own stuff. That's crazy. That's cool. Yeah. I love that piece. She's like, no, we're going to use mine. <laughs> it's it's Mine's very better. Asian mother. <laughs> yeah. It's very much. On brand. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies, let's dive into some of our favorite scenes and what we thought worked. Natalie? Um, I think the most impactful scene for me uh, was when they're at the wedding and Nick is at the altar. The bride is coming down the aisle. The whole thing is spectacular. It's gorgeous. It's hard to not get lost in the spectacle of where they're at, but the connection between Nick and Rachel when they look at each other and they mouth, I love you to each other. And they're just both so emotional. And you, I'm like, oh my God, I love you too. Like I <laughs> felt it. Like I got chills and like I've got goosebumps now. Like it was just like a very powerful moment that like despite all of the obstacles that they're already going through, despite the obstacles they know are going to be ahead of them, in that moment, it was pure love between the two of them. So that was the best moment in the movie for me. What did you think? Let's kind of segue into like also what worked well while you're, while you're on the topic. Um, I, to me, what worked well was just the idea that it was a studio commercial movie. Like to me, I was so excited that people are talking about diversity in a real way and actually putting money where their mouth is. And I think that that's really important because people will talk about this stuff. They'll talk about female filmmakers, all of this kind of, but then they actually won't do anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, yeah. I love that it's actually people putting this forward and supporting a movie, marketing a movie that is completely an, an entire Asian cast that I, I don't think I've ever seen that before. So to me, I think the Joy Luck Club, which was released back in the '90s, mm-hmm. I think that was like the, the oh, most recent um, theatrical release that was like you know Memoirs wide... of a Geisha. When was that? Two thousand something. Okay, that's got to be the early two thousands. Yeah. Well, anyway, point being, anyways, there have been one every ten years. Yeah. I don't think is sufficient. Well, no, I mean, there's been like. <laughs> Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and all mm. there's all these, but they're, yeah, but those aren't really like mainstream. But, like, but, I, I but like the idea are they not is... mainstream because they're Asian, or no? I think the pro- because content, that was a I would huge say. like the subject content. I don't Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, like that's not something that I would go see regardless of 
who was in it. Like I, right. you know what I mean? Like the fact that it's just, a, it's a romantic comedy that, yeah. well, is, yeah, no, that is more relatable. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Lena, what were some of your favorite scenes? What do you think worked? Um, You've got a long list here. I do. Um, I think <laughs> my favorite, favorite, favorite is when Aquafina, she, she's like, oh, they realize Nick Young is the big, rich, young family. And she's like, you can't go dress like that. And she dresses her up, blah, blah, blah. And she's driving her to the party. Mm-hmm. And she's got this fancy Audi. And she gets, you know, she, Rachel gets out and meets Nick because he comes to the, the door to let her out. And then Aquafina's just like, <clears throat> Rachel, Rachel. <laughs> and so she's like, oh, this is my friend, blah, blah, blah. And so she, he's like, oh, no, come join the party. And she's like, no, I can't, I can't. <laughs> so she gets out of the car. She's like, all right. And then she gets out and she opens her trunk. She's got all these different, like, clothes. But my favorite part is when she gets in the mansion and she starts walking up the stairs and she's, like, taking selfies of herself. <laughs> just, <laughs> just so excited to be there. I thought it was hysterical. I love her. She was so she's fun so, in that movie. She's so fun. And it's one of those things, too, it was, I was so surprised watching that scene. And it's funny because my dad always taught me, like, oh, like, if somebody offers to do something for you, like, that's just, like, beyond gender. Like, you say no at right. least twice, and right. the third time you can accept okay. it. Like, they yeah. obviously <laughs> want to give this to you. <laughs> and so I was, like, when she said no, I was, like, I know she wants to go to this thing. I can't believe she said no. And then I think he offered one more time, and she was like, no, 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 that's okay. Like, it's fine. And then he he said it a third time, and I was like, oh, I get it. I get why she's waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then just another, uh, well, a quick one before I get to my other favorite. It's just when, she's, when he's in bed, and they're in the hotel room, and he, like, gets up, and I guess he has to go do something with the bachelor party. Oh, and she's yeah. like, ooh, hubba, hubba. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was really cute. Was but cute. one of my favorite, favorite, favorite scenes is when Astrid leaves Michael at the end after their whole thing. Oh, and she yeah. starts, and she he starts saying something, and she goes, stop talking. And I was like, oh, my goodness. What is she about to say to him? And then basically she's like, I have 14 apartment buildings. I'm <laughs> leaving. I'll go live in one of those. Um, you can live here. And she tells him. Um, that it's not just his fault for things not working out. Um, no, sorry. He says that. And she goes, she knows. She calls him a coward. And then it's not her job to make him feel like a man. She says, I can't make you something you're not. Ouch. And I was like, <gasps> and then she puts those $1.2 million earrings on and strolls out of that bitch. And I was like, you go, girl. Like, screw you. Hello. Was... You are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. You are rich. You are trying everything to make him feel comfortable. And yet this guy still does it. To... I just like don't get it. Like she was constantly hiding and like masking yeah. who she was to like tiptoe to around his him. feelings. Yeah. That, like he's not even meeting her halfway to try no. and also live life with her. He's still kind of playing the victim, and I can't live up to this. Then why right. did you even get into this? Yeah, I think that was my... If you were never going to, like, really yeah. try and be in it. Like, you, yeah. from the beginning, he had to have known what he was getting into, right? Like, that's true of every single person that married into this family, mm-hmm. allegedly. Yeah. Like, I, I, that's the one thing I didn't really buy. I was like, dude, you knew exactly what you were getting when yeah, you signed up for know. this. So why are you, like, all these years later? I don't know. Just, I mean, I get it. Like, you're a man, and you want to be making the money, but, like... It's not like she's making it. They just have the money. Yeah. This is just how she's grown up. And again, and like, you knew that. So to be resentful right. toward that was just yeah. strange to me. I, I Something tells me they probably go more in depth in the books in terms of oh, the maybe. formation of that mm-hmm. relationship. And I actually believe, if I'm not mistaken, 
though I guess it wouldn't impact his character, but I believe the next movie is about Gemma Chan and Ooh. her journey. She is just so stunning. I am yeah. so in love with her. Same. Do you have other things that you want to just touch upon before no. we move on? Okay. So my favorite scenes, what works, I think for me personally, this film, something about it in terms of like the production value and that's like the slick, glossy production, which I love. That was um, great. It reminded me of Sex and City mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. That's There's something about it that just felt like bigger than life. Mm-hmm. And I loved that because I think when you go to a film, you want to escape. And this film just to me just felt like the perfect escape for two hours. Like every frame of this film, I was like, Totally I feel like into. glossy is the perfect really word to totally. describe it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I loved the bachelorette, bachelor party scenes. I just <laughs> felt they were kind of whimsical and fun to watch. And I also thought they did a really good job, the actors in all of those scenes, especially with the girls, of writing that line between, like, if they were over-the-top catty, like, I wouldn't have bought into it. But I felt like they were kind of just catty enough and, like, bitchy enough to get her to feel bad. But it wasn't so over-the-top where it was unbelievable. Like, you could really see that playing out in, in that type of situation um loved the scene with the wedding just gorgeous start to finish and the emotion and everything that was involved in that I, um but that bitch's dress got wet walking down the aisle what i was she, so, she so, changed okay, her dress can we talk about this because oh when the water God, comes out the water that? also you you missed an opportunity to wear beautiful sparkly shoes yeah You're barefoot okay but the water is it's getting on the guests too How, i no, think, I that think there it was, was just there was in the just aisle, the aisle. Okay. I think it was blocked Because they off. had the okay. grass yeah. going down. Yeah. Well, it was giving me anxiety for everybody at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody shoes, signed up shoes. for this. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Did you, was it on the invitation? They gave Did them you all it? dragonflies yeah. to hold, yeah. but not I think it was booties. beautiful and like so cinematic, mm-hmm. but I literally was like... Well, because the song and the song that played, I have that in my notes. The song yeah. that played, but I'm like, right her when feet happened. and fucking dress are <laughs> soaked, and I don't understand. And she's who not like choose to do disoriented this. by it at all. She's no, just, like totally chill. I would hope she'd fucking know that this was the plan. Well, clearly, yeah. yeah. I mean, even just thinking about that walking down, like it chills. It's so beautiful. Well, that's one of the most beautiful oh, songs anyway. But that version of it, yeah, the whole acoustic. I mean, real life of it is like really. <laughs> <laughs> no, but again, you're wanting to escape. Like when you want, when no, you watch ab- this kind of absolutely. scene, you want to just romanticize it. And, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the relationship with the the girlfriend and the mom, I actually really, I really enjoyed watching that play out. Like it was, there were moments where it was, it wasn't quite as predictable as it would typically be in a movie like that. I don't know if that's making sense, but like typically like, okay, they're going to eventually love each other or whatever. And like, I actually felt up until the very end, I actually believe that like this might not ever be like, they might not actually get along and that's a new thing in a movie. And so I really enjoyed watching that play out. Um, and then at the end, of course the payoff with the engagement party and you see them make eye contact. There was something like everything that they'd worked toward leading up to that moment. It was like such a great payoff for me as an audience yeah. member. And I really, really loved it. And again, the music. I thought the music selection was really, really great. Um, I loved when they did songs that are popular in English and did it in the in Chinese. Like totally. I, to me, that was like mm-hmm. really fantastic. Like I was I don't like, know if oh, you've I... been around uh, nail salons or all these places, <laughs> but like if you go, they that's the that's what they do is like but those... it was funny because the start of the movie and maybe it was because we were in new york at the beginning mm-hmm. but even i felt like we like were in singapore and they still had popular music that was in english and i was like ah, oh, god i wish they would have 
taking this opportunity it. to do well, I think a little sometimes bit more. it might be hard because of the language so like the mm-hmm. words are longer sometimes so like trying to fit that word yeah. it doesn't work yeah. in the melody so i think it's just certain ones i also yeah. want to say i don't know about you guys but this made me want to like go to singapore tomorrow like i want to go visit there so badly like now so this much movie. anxiety really so many people i can't do it oh it just looks so gorgeous you said look gorgeous yeah it looked well, that hotel at the oh end. Oh my gosh! And which is like, a real hotel. Yeah. Well, they showed the hotel in the beginning, like just kind of yeah. like that's a really famous like hotel, the, though. Yeah, yeah the is. rooftop pool in Singapore. And I was like, oh my god, I hope that we get to see inside. more of this. <laughs> I was like, I hope we end there. Mm-hmm. They keep showing it a little bit in the yeah. skyline, and I hope we get to see it. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm really happy they ended there. I also just loved watching the friendships, the family dynamic. Um, all of the relationships in this film to me were just 100% believable. Like, even, like, the contentious family members, like, we all have them. And, like, I don't know. There was just something – I just loved this film. I I could watch, like, a five-hour cut of this film and be totally happy. Oh, yeah. Five hours of this would be great. Yeah. So what what didn't work well? Is there anything you guys didn't like? Well, I remember having a very specific thought in my head when this movie started and we meet Rachel in the classroom Mm -hmm. and Nick comes in and it's that recognition that we're already fully in this relationship. So I'm not getting to see that meet cute. I'm not getting to see the buildup of their relationship. Oh, interesting. And I remember feeling disappointed because I wanted to get into that a little bit. Huh, that's actually really interesting. Even though, it, like, by the time they get on the airplane, I'm I'm 100% bought in that they're a really cute couple and I'm in it. So yeah. that's fine. So it's not like it didn't work or I never felt like they were a couple. I did feel like they were a couple, but I just desired to see more of their meeting. So I, I kind of wanted to see that relationship build up before we got into this. I feel like you got enough of them interacting individually throughout the mm-hmm. rest of the film that like ordinarily I would agree with you, but I feel like yeah. I saw enough of like their cute like moments together. Um, while we didn't see the meet cute, meet cute necessarily. Mm-hmm. I saw enough of their relationship play out on screen that I've bought into. I them. just, I liked them so much. I wanted yeah. to see more of just them without this mm-hmm. portion of, I know that this is obviously a big part of it. And it's interesting when you see romantic comedies, Back in the day versus romantic comedies now. I feel like people, audiences have less patience to like build into this. Like you have to get to it right away of what yeah. the story is going to be. And we're going to introduce you to the parents. So we're got to do that within the first 10 pages of the script. So it just, to me, I think that had this movie been done in the 90s, it probably would have been at least 15, 20 minutes of like building and learning yeah. about the relationship before we got into that. Speaking yeah. of the parents introduction. I wanted to see more of that house that the mom lived in. You only see it in that one scene where they're outside. She's hosting like the game or the Bible study or whatever that she's yes. hosting. And oh, it's like yeah. this indoor outdoor mm-hmm. space that they're in. And then she talks about later about how like the, the house is being redone or something. So they can't come stay there. Oh yeah. But like, I want more of that house. Maybe that it needed to be more than $30 million then. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Netflix. Yeah. True. You know, that it's, it wasn't a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing to want more of something in a movie. So it's not totally negative, are but it's going to be at least three more of yeah. these movies. Yeah. So maybe yeah. more of it will be. Coming. I don't. I doubt they'll. I mean, maybe they'll do a flashback of when they met in the intro of their well, relationship. I mean, that would be kind of fun. Well, if some of this set in like the past, like if they go, mm-hmm. if there's yeah. like a prequel, one of them, that could be kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, my complaint, my only complaint about the film is something to your point, like that was lacking. Mm-hmm. I wanted more Gemma Chan. Like, I I am so obsessed with her. I I think that she is gorgeous. She is stunning. She is elegant. She is 
I, I literally so can watch things. her in every single scene. Yeah. Like, I love, love, love this woman, and yeah. I cannot wait to see more of and her. And I'm very excited. Yeah. She's beautiful. What about you, Lena? Anything that didn't work for you? Um, I guess really the only part I didn't like was the Bachelor or Bachelorette stuff. I mean, oh, the Bachelorette worked a little more because girls are crazy. <laughs> and I don't know, just the, the Bachelor party, like them flying out and going on that barge in the middle of the ocean. That, I mean, that was cool. <laughs> but then when you got there, it was just like half-naked girls and the guys are kind of all being like jerks and have you never been to a bachelor party no but it doesn't <laughs> but then when nick just goes with his oh god I don't and they just leave you mean yeah they just yeah, go and then like yeah why can't you... like some guys do want that you don't have to blow girls out of a cannon in the middle of the ocean like <laughs> every bachelor like... party i've ever been to girls blew out of cannon so <laughs> i don't know what you're talking like... about <laughs> She wasn't just she like, blow out she of a tried to, to shoot <laughs> the t-shirt gun or something, and she got blown was. off yeah. the stage. It was, was hysterical. I mean, it, that I didn't part even was that part. Oh, go back oh, and watch God, it. We re- I rewound <laughs> yeah, it several times because I was like, "Y'all gotta see this." That's hilarious. But it was just like to me, it was just like, and the music was just like, rawr, rawr, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, I know why this guy's leaving. I know why Nick wants because it, it's too. It was too much." But I think that was part of the the whole subplot with that character he was I, well, so no, sure. eccentric he was trying to fit in with all of them and so if he was planning it yeah. what what else could no, he have I, planned I that wouldn't have been you know what i mean like it, i don't know it, no i mean I, I get it totally but it was yeah. just like i didn't need to see it i didn't need it yeah but that was it i feel you everything cool. else worked hmm. mm-hmm. what stood out who should we be watching natalie to me i'm really excited about henry like i yeah. think henry as like a starring man and like normal movies I think would be really really exciting I want to see him in leading roles and like, in, like in a simple plan I, we did see him in a simple <laughs> plan favor <laughs> that is a band Do not go back and listen to the best of 2018 of episode and you'll understand that joke because <laughs> we're not taking it out and I wrote you know what in my notes I wrote a simple plan <laughs> <laughs> that's not the correct movie a She's simple favor band my gosh anyways i loved seeing him in a simple favor and it's not about like oh this is an asian american film or asian film it's just a regular role leading man role that's played by this guy yeah and i think he's so charming so charming oh my god and let's just talk about how fucking hot he is good lord we can talk about that would you like to explore that further absolutely let's talk about it oh my gosh I, I fancied him. I actually okay. enjoyed. Oh, you fancied him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that wasn't Did clear. You? Thank you for clarifying. Okay, um, I you know what's funny? I, I enjoyed him in a simple favor. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't love him in that. Like I, I definitely want to see him in more stuff. I I don't know if that movie was filmed before or after this. I'm guessing maybe after. Since well, this was, is like, his first movie. Yeah, then... but that's this is first movie that's released. Like, oh, gotcha, you know what gotcha, I mean? Gotcha, gotcha. But like. I don't know. I definitely enjoy him, and I want to see him in a ton more stuff. I, mean, I can't wait for that. I just I don't know if it was like the chemistry with Blake Lively versus Anna Kendrick. I just I didn't love him as much in that film as I did mm-hmm. in this. Like literally, I felt he had great chemistry with everybody that he was opposite. Um, I think for me, what stood out, Gemma Chan. I, I just I literally fucking love her. I, I want to see her in everything. Um, Aquafina. I, I I'd seen her like in Ocean's Eight came out prior to this and I was kind of like indifferent to her but I just think that she shined in this film and I, I really appreciated every scene that she was in I felt like she added something to and I think that's the true like if you're a great comedic actor like you 
you have a purpose in every scene that you're in. And I think that she like killed it in every single scene that she appeared in. Um, I will say, like, I didn't see this movie right away. And we talked about this in the 2018 recap episode. But it was interesting because Aquafina was the thing that was talked about, I felt like, the most post-release of this movie. Oh, really? And that was the name that I heard over Henry, over everybody else. And I mean, she hosted SNL. And oh, that's true. kind of like her right. career kind of exploded, I feel like, the most out of everybody from this movie. I would say Henry Golding probably did too in a lot of ways. Yeah. Just yeah. not as loud. I f- yeah. Just hers was just a little bit more. Yeah. I was like, is it possible that she's that standout in this movie that this is the deserved reaction out of this? And I watched the movie and I was like, yep, totally. Like she <laughs> was so much. And it's funny. I didn't even recognize or realize that it was her in Ocean's 8. That's how yeah. her character was yeah, just kind changed. of. It, and I was indifferent to her character. Yeah. It wasn't anything that I was like, oh, I want to pay attention to who this person is because mm-hmm. they were so entertaining through this. To me, in this in Crazy Rich Asians, it was she was the one that I was like, girl, you are fucking hysterical. Yeah. And it Which was is great. interesting because Constance Wu is really good in this, but mm-hmm. her performance is almost very subdued. Yeah. So like she kind of flies under the radar. Mm-hmm. But like yeah. I definitely, again, every single person in this film, like I would love to see them again. My only person that I just don't like, and I think it's his, his character was annoying, oh, is the brother-in-law. Oh. Or not the brother-in-law. Is it? Is it the brother or the brother-in-law? Which one? The one that's just like annoying the whole fucking time. Not the, the crazy one that, one that the hosts one that the bachelor party. Very Jimmy Yang? Yes. He's on The Daily Show. Oh. The one that takes oh. the pictures very properly. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, we could Hong Kong Vogue. We should have yeah. done the cover of American Vogue if he wore a different dress. Oh, like, I think yeah. that's Johnny yeah. Ching. Yeah, yeah. like I, he's funny and I think he's talented. I just, I, there's something about his, just the way that he comes off on screen that I just uh, annoys me to some extent. I, I don't know. That's... I barely paid attention to his. Yeah, I mean, he was. Wasn't... Yeah, I. Think it was more he, like think... a comedic relief, like yeah. That you well, think that really brother and then the other um, cousin or brother that was the movie guy who was dating Kitty Pong, oh, and yeah. like he was kind of like a jerk, kind of. I don't know. To me, they were all these like yeah, just just... comic relief side characters yeah. that didn't really have a significance, right. whereas like. Gemma Chan's storyline was the more significant, like, yeah. B story Which, to the, you know. Yeah. Well, well, you talked about Henry um, Golding being hot. I also mm-hmm. think that Michael was very hot. The guy I that played Gemma Chan's husband? Yeah. Yeah. Pierre, oh, yeah. He was very attractive. Pierre Ping, Ping, I don't you know, it's P-N-G, I don't know how to say that. Yeah. But he's, like, 45. Really? And he is ripped. And, like, yeah, I don't good. really like rippedness, but, like, I thought Ooh. he... He was ripped enough in a way that made him attractive. Like, he was like, way it more fit than, like, Henry. Yeah. And, no offense, but Henry is gorgeous. But, like, this guy, I was like, when he came out of the shower, I was like, oh, hot damn, who's this? <laughs> yeah. And then who I was like... like rippedness? I was going to say, huh? Nina, what's wrong with I, you? Well, I don't. Have you not had enough martinis tonight? No, I... She do knows like me. you like dad bods? I do like dad bods. That's weird. You do? I do. You oh, prefer that's... a dad bod over a ripped bod. Yep. Wow. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to I'm not going to toss like, a dad like, bod out. I but... like man-size bodies. So usually when you're ripped, you don't have a lot of fat on you. So there it you touch it and it's hard. I guess I do I like the need steroid be... ripped where they're also swollen. Okay. But that's, that's a totally different extreme. That's, that's, that's like, way yeah. different. That's um, muscles. Lena, we're going to have to have a talk about this. Okay, well, I'm just cause... telling you. I just like, I like it. I like it yeah. to be cozy. I don't want a hard, 
<laughs> washboard in my like when I'm trying to lay on you. Ew. Interesting. Sorry. Natalie, is there anything else that stood out for you? Oh, goodness. I mean, I thought uh, Ken Jong was going to be obnoxious. The start of his character was Mm -hmm. like, I was like, oh, God, this is annoying when he was doing the accent and everything. And I was like, oh, this is terrible. And then when he revealed, oh, no, I don't have an accent. I'm American as well. And da 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 da. I was like, okay, this is funny. And I thought he ended up being really, really funny. Yeah, especially in the trying on dresses. Yeah. And he kept trying to get her to try this one. Yeah. So to me, like, that was something that started out as annoying. And I was like, I'm really not going to like this. Well, because he can be very Kim Jong. Yes, exactly. He can be very same character every time. Exactly. And I'm sorry, but the Cal State Fullerton reference was fucking That was (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was so funny. I thought it was really funny. So to me, like, I I liked how his character ended up just kind of naturally, kind of organically fitting into the storyline. And it ended up working out really nicely. So, yeah. It was it was great. I mean, Aquafina was really, really fun. Yeah, I loved her, too. There really wasn't a lot that I didn't like out of this movie. I enjoyed everything. Yeah, it's it's all seems very fitting. I mean, I went to a very fancy Chinese wedding mm-hmm. in the Philippines. They're Chinese, but they grew up in the Philippines. Or, well, her husband. I met her here in Los Angeles. But so we flew out there, and it was probably at least three hundred person wedding. Oh my god! There was at least twenty people in the wedding party, including myself, and we all had different jobs to do this long ceremony it was so long and then it was a party it was huge beautiful i think it was at um the peninsula in the philippines so it was like i mean these people are they got some money so then the all the wedding party which included myself and my friends 20 of us they flew us oh wow to boracay which is an island off the philippines wow we stayed there at least four to five days. I can't remember really. It was a long time ago. Gave us one of those little red envelopes with cash to spend. So <sighs> we didn't pay for anything. Wow. And they cool. gave us spending money. It's so it's so fitting because I was like, oh, this totally like this is what this is the whole whole thing that, that they do. I do want to say I had a strong desire to make pot stickers again after this movie. <laughs> <laughs> We should have a pot sticker class. We should have been eating pot stickers, yeah. not martinis. No, because the mics don't like when oh. we eat food. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. It's gross. Um, I don't really there were like two, that, that kind of podcast. There were two elements of the film that <laughs> not bothered me, but like I would, cool. if I could go back and change it, I would. Oh. So I felt that the scene where she's How like. How dare I know, you? Right? I felt. Are you th- crapping on this movie? It's so perfect that it was like, it's hard to find things that I didn't like. But one of them, I just, it, it started to feel a little too long for me. The part where she's like weeping in the bedroom at the, where she's back at the oh, front. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was ready for it to like get to something else. And the mom comes. But when Aquafina's brother's like. <laughs> and totally funny. Totally funny. Um, and then I was kind of like distracted. And even as I think about it now, it's still distracting to me where he talks about on the plane. He's like, I always had this vision when I proposed to you, what it would look like in the sunset or whatever. And it's like he proposed to her like 10 minutes earlier. Right. And she and rejected didn't him. didn't do that. And didn't do that either. And it's like, are we supposed to forget that he already proposed to her? I, that, I just that's felt like a weird continuity okay. issue. Yeah, it, that's th- true. That didn't bother me. Uh, while we're on the subject of planes, who here thought <laughs> they did it in the plane in first class when they flew out there? Oh, pfft. oh, well, that's obviously. a given. I was okay, also good. I was also really bothered by the fact that like you can't legally get off a plane once you're on it. 
So you guys know that? Yes, I know that. Yeah, so, you have to pay like thirty thousand. No, you I can't pay. I don't think. Yeah, it's a fine. You get a fine. Yeah, oh, I thought fine. you literally couldn't get, get off. Fine. Yeah, oh. it's a fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a federal fine. Well, I yeah. guess if they got money, it's a big deal. I just thought like you literally they wouldn't let you off for purposes of like if you had a bomb in your bag. Yeah, you but couldn't. also you're the young family, so they're yeah, probably, like, and they probably own the airline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Touche. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to my point of that first class cabin they had. I was like, they They were in be... a bed. Of course they did. And they, like, had, they like, better be banging. The little mini orchids next to the... I loved it. I was it. like, who gets this opportunity to fly this way? Like, that is the simplest way of becoming a part of the Mile High Club. Everybody else got to do it in this tiny fucking no, bathroom. You got to do it in the bathroom. The God. bathroom disgusting gets you in the bathroom. club. It's disgusting. I will never do it. I don't know that it is. Oh, Lena, come on. Let's be honest. I don't like airplanes in general. Oh, I love airplanes. No, I love airplanes. I don't like the germ Oh, I have so aspect. much anxiety around flying into the wind. <laughs> right? I, I can't. So if I you can't. were in that bedroom, in that little pod that is your own personal But if you're in a bedroom room, pod with blankets uh, in a I'm bed. But I'm sorry. Like, I'm not going to put those pajamas on. It's not happening. Like You're not putting any clothes on. I'm wearing, you're taking clothes I'm off. wearing my safety clothes and using my own blanket. I don't. I oh, can't. if the plane's Never going down, put those um, it's pajamas fine. on? No, somebody else has worn those pajamas. Oh my god, Lena! I'm sure that for these those... pa- first class passengers, they've washed the pajamas. I don't care. Okay. That's I'm not putting on someone else's pajamas who may or may not have banged in them. They probably did. So... How do you know that they weren't their pajamas? <laughs> no, they cut. Co- they're matching pajamas they're matching... that match the uniforms the that the students no. wear. The studers? It's flight attendant. Stewardess. Flight attendant. Flight attendants is what oh, they like to call. Oh, I'm sorry. Flight attendant. My mom was a flight attendant. I just like I'm. I, I know always wanted to be a flight attendant. Call, I know that you're supposed to call them that. My mom used to get really pissed when people really? say that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I did not mean stewardess. We'll they get called up. waitress a lot too. <gasps> what? Which is like really insulting. Who that calls them waitress? Rude. I know. I know. No. Waitress, and, wait, waitress and stewardess, I think, are like synonymous. So like they're both. <gasps> oh, like, well, then really I apologize because I would never so call them a waitress. Just well, no, I know you didn't intention to, but like oh, I, I just saying in the future, yeah. like flight attendant, flight is attendant, preferred. Oh, my God, yeah. it's also gender neutral. So <laughs> I got it. it. Twenty nineteen, Lena. Come but on. steward. No, it's no. like a captain of a ship or something. No, it's not. It's the steward. You have the captain, and you have a chef, and you have a steward. Okay. Like on a yacht. I don't know these <laughs> I'm just saying. It's true. They're not fancy pants. All right, okay, Natalie, well. do you want to give us the recap of um, what, what our show is, Martini Scale? Sure. Uh, so we like to rate our movies on kind of a reverse star system. So typically a great movie of cinematic history, maybe, would be like a five-star movie. In in our rating, that would be a one martini movie. That's where we start our scale at. And that's because we love that movie, and you can really watch it sober. You don't even need martinis, but in our lives, at least one martini is an, a thing. To, that's where our baseline. That's where we yeah. start. Um, so two martinis, movie's not bad. Uh, th- three martinis, it's enjoyable, but we're, booze is absolutely required. <laughs> Four martinis... You kind of start losing count. You really don't know how many mo- or martinis you've had <laughs> or what the movie is what that you're watching. you're watching. <laughs> you don't really know. Five martinis. It is like these martinis need to be bottomless. They need to constantly be filled up for you to sit through this whole movie. So that is our martini scale. And on that note, what was your rating for this particular film? For this particular film, it was a one martini. I feel like this is my first. First, one martini I've given so far. 
Wait, it, Call Me By Your Name, I think, was one. No, I... Oh, yeah, I think that was uh, a one martini. Yeah, that was a one otherwise martini. Otherwise, we would continue this show. All of us. Martini, the yeah. one. <laughs> okay, fine. It didn't make this as special. I wanted it to be no. more special, but that's fine. This is a one martini. It's still special. I'd watch it but sober. But both movies start with a C. Does that is help that? you? No, that okay. doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd watch it sober. Obviously, I yeah. love having a martini you know, at the start of any movie. And I don't need to refill my glass while I'm watching it because you're so so entertained and enjoying it. Though let's Mm -hmm. be honest, you probably will. I mean, I mean, it's me. I'm going to drink martinis anyways. Lena, how about you? Um, I'm also one martini. I loved this movie. I didn't want to love the movie, but you can't help but love the movie. It's because you don't like romance. No. You're jaded. I had a little other bit of issues with things but i it's another podcast it's a whole other thing but i really 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 enjoyed it i thought that they did a really good job and i've already seen it three times so clearly i love this movie and i don't need any martinis to watch it and but i do want to have a martini one martini watching it because it just makes it yeah, really fun experience yeah really i agree fun. i think for me the i gauge it by whether or not i would want to watch it again mm-hmm. And this absolutely is a film that I will watch again. In fact, I'm probably going to go watch it again tonight because I love yeah. it so much. Um, so, yeah, it's one martini for me as well. Yay. So It's exciting. I feel like, I mean, other than maybe on. Call Me By Your Name. That we actually, doesn't even agreed. count, actually, because it's like if you don't like that movie, something's wrong with you. So, Call Me By Your Name. Yeah. If you don't I mean, I, I get why. I mean, we talked about this already. But, like, I mean, I get why people may Are we going to bring that movie like up that, in every episode? We, we probably are. Is that going to be so annoying? I just love it so much. My wish for our podcast, I'm just going to put this on the record, is that we could go back and do that episode over again. Because I don't think that we did it justice. I, I think it so lives either. in its own little world and yeah. it's cute and whatever. But, but there's, like, there's no reason why we can't do a part two of, like, continued conversation. We might. But I'm just saying yeah. that, like, the first version of that we did... I think we've learned a lot about like podcasting in general. Yeah, since I think then. we were so excited are to we do professionals it. Professionals now, and we, we of course we are. And so I think <laughs> that we we've learned so much, and we are professionals now. And so yes. it's it feels weird to go back and listen to that episode all these years later. And we're never go back and listen to it. I know. <laughs> Why would you do that? Because we're going to talk about it every we're episode. Talk about it. So <laughs> I don't, we don't need we're to gonna go get back. it out. We'll just say it every <laughs> single time. Uh, fair. All right. Well, as always, we want to thank you for listening. Um, for more information, please be sure to visit themartinisgale.com, where you can find links to all of our social channels in addition to show notes and everything you ever wanted to know about the show. And if you haven't already, please head over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review us. It helps others discover the show. Um, we'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Watch Crazy Rich Asians. One martini. Bye. Monday, Monday.